Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm host Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they've got resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what. I've had a relationship with Donna Ilisic, the CEO of Moda, for many, many years now. Let me tell you something. She's put a platform together, a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord of products and services and things that can help you with your marketing, communications, and reduction of your operational costs. So you, as a small business out there, need to pick up that phone and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. And get in touch with Moda today because they can blacken your bottom line. To get in touch with the show, you can reach me at 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z or go to my live landing page, which is B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z dot live. Well, shout out. To one of my national advertisers, Letip, L-E-T-I-P.com. What an amazing B2B organization. Been in business for many, many years. Listen, if you're a small business out there today and you want to go to a breakfast or lunch, and when you walk in, even as a guest, you're going to be the most important person in the room because they're going to be looking to fill a chair in there with a specific market category. Yeah, that's right. There's not going to be three real estate agents, three guys to cut your lawn. We're talking about one guy occupying a chair or a woman. And let me tell you something. Once you become part of that organization, they're going to be a billboard for your business week in and week out. So get with letip.com today and make your business happen in your community because that's what they're all about. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to jump right to the chase here because all of you out there in the small business community knew back on the hill that there was a move to pass a bill called Build Back Better, BBB, yeah. Well, we just had one pass called IRA. You know, the reason why I say that is because I sold IRAs for 20 some odd years when I was in the financial services industry and 401ks and SCPs and HR 10s and pension profit sharing plans. And right now, you, the small business owner out there, you're in the crosshairs. And that's the reason why I have brought on with me today my incredibly political host, unbelievable co-host, Natasha Friedman, what a background she's got in politics with me again today. How you doing, Natasha? Welcome back to Business Buzz. Great. Thanks for having me again, Frank. It's always a pleasure. Natasha, I'll tell you what. Let's get our arms around this thing, right? Build back better. Is that what it means? No, and it never did. It meant build back the worst of America, as opposed to what we had with the Trump administration, where it was make America great again. So what Joe Biden is doing is he's making America poor again, which is not what we wanted. 
we wanted to progress. That's why President Trump was our president. He progressed our economy. He progressed the small business owners. He progressed the coal miners. He progressed people that were in college and got them jobs when they got out of college. Now we're going backwards in life and it's not right. And what Joe Biden is doing is he's hurting the people that actually are really making a living. People that make 400K a, a year, people that are making 250K a year, 350K a year, he's going to hurt you. He's going to hurt you for going out there and going to college and being successful and owning your own business. That's what he's doing right now. Natasha, you're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast, right? Affectionately <laughs> in California called the Gulag, right? And you keep telling me, get the heck out of Dodge. And one of these days, I'm probably going to do that. But let me ask you a question. When that BB bill came to the forefront, right, that got opposition on both sides, did it not? Not just the yes, Republicans. Yeah. Yes, it did. There were Democrats like Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema in Arizona that were completely against the bill. They said that it hurt the average worker, that it hurt the average American. And we needed to or they they said we need to redo this bill, recycle this bill, uh, cut it and paste it and, and do it to fix the American worker. But then they go and they pass this Inflation Reduction Act, which kind of did the opposite of what Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema were talking about. Don't you find it interesting? They used an acrostic IRA. And then when you turn around and you look at what they passed prior to this called Secure 2.0, where they went after the IRAs, right, in this country. I mean, the amount of trillions of dollars in pension assets in this country is a mind boggler. And right now, Natasha, we are looking at this incredible Inflation Reduction Act hiring another 86,000 IRS agents. You think they might be targeted on this aspect of the small business community of these trillions of dollars of assets that might have come out of these accounts? And now they're looking to see whether or not they paid the according fees necessary to get access to that capital. What do you think? Yes, I agree with you with that whole Harding lane. It was interesting that they hired these IRS agents right before they raided President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. Coincidence? I don't think so, right? And now what are we looking at? We're looking at an act that's been passed for $739 billion. And what was the inflation rate prior to passage? The rate was 9%, Natasha. And then on top of that, we had the GDP drop for two consecutive quarters, right? And the government has the audacity to tell us we're not in a recession. I mean, this is economics 101, right? Go back, I mean, to school, if you have two drops in the GDP in two quarters, we're in a recession. That is correct. And when President Trump entered after Obama, President Trump took the GDP growth from 2% all the way up to 6% in such a short period of time, within two years of his administration. And now we're going back in life, which is not what the American people wanted, which is not what some of the people that voted for Biden wanted. They thought that we were going to continue on this progression. And now the American people are seeing that we're not. We're going down the spiral pattern. And a lot of people are afraid that we're not just in a recession. We're eventually going to go down to a depression, which is what the American people are really afraid of. They should be afraid of that, right? Because we're probably more ill-equipped than we were in 1929, you know. Natasha, you're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast, right? What are you experiencing out there as you walk through your small business community? I'm seeing that small businesses are suffering. They still have not been able to pick up their business or get back on track because of the pandemic. 
A lot of restaurants have had to close down, nail salons, hair salons. It's a shame. And the people have asked their elected officials for help, and they never came for help. And people have asked for Joe Biden to help them, and they have not received help from them. It depends on the small business. It depends on what kind of business it is. It's a pick and choose. Who he's, what business he's going to save and what business he's not going to save. So a lot of people are struggling out there. A lot of people are struggling out there. So you would agree with me that the capital markets, as far as access for the small business community, right, has dried up. And as such, you know, all these capital markets or even alternatives, bank financing, I mean, it takes a 720 FICO score, 720 FICO score for a small business to even get an audience, with a bank, as far as any type of small business financing, you know, and you can imagine what the FICO scores out there right during the pandemic, you know, where people are running around like chickens with their heads cut off, just trying to keep the doors open. Okay, let's take a look at another aspect of this incredible bill. Let's take a look at the Medicare aspect of this, right? Let's take a look at the prescription drugs, because now we're going to have this affect small businesses at an employee core level, right? medical insurance level, right? Costs and adjudication, senior, you are in that realm, right? You tell me how you look at this as far as, did this really take us out of high pharmacy costs? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. And the pharmaceutical companies, as you know, are, are making lots and lots and lots and lots of money by constantly upping the prescription drugs. For example, ivermectin. ivermectin. Ivermectin used to be covered by insurance companies. Of course, the CDC and the FDA said that ivermectin doesn't work for the cure of COVID. So the, so, um, the insurance companies decided not to insure or not, not, yeah, not to insure ivermectin for people that test positive for COVID. Now the CDC has finally admitted that ivermectin does work to help reduce COVID. So now the insurance companies like, Hmm, okay. How can we make more money on this now? Okay. Now we're going to maybe reduce the cost of ivermectin, but we're not going to cover it completely. So that's a real issue going on. There are people out there with severe health issues. Myself, when I had COVID, I was trying to get a a steroid inhaler with my insurance and I have great insurance. It, they only, the, uh, the inhaler was $177, an inhaler. And then when I went to get uh, our buterol inhaler, that inhaler was $20. So how come a steroid inhaler is $177, but our, an arbuterol inhaler, which doesn't have a steroid in it, is, which is a regular inhaler that asthmatic patients use, is, is $20? Please explain that to me. Exactly. Now, Natasha, you know, I'm a baby boomer. I turned 70 last May, right? Okay. It's amazing. People sometimes look at me and say, well, is he going to, you know, burn out or flame out? You know, <laughs> I want to flame out, quite frankly. But there are a lot of people out there, my age, right, that own small businesses. Now, they're already over 65. They're already collecting their Social Security. They're already on Medicare, right, which is a big, you know, uh, piece, you know, their economic profile, you deal in that realm, right? And Medicare insurance. How do you think this is going to affect this, right? Long term. It, effect, it affects them long term. It also depends who your healthcare provider is, who you use. I know like my family, they're on Medicare and they, and it used to be Medicare part F, 
which usually covers everything. Now they switch it from Medicare Part F to Medicare Part G, which covers everything. The prescription drugs are basically $10 to nothing. It depends on who your healthcare providers, it depends on who your insurance, your health insurance agent is. And I think the problem is that a lot of people out there are not getting the proper care they need because we still have something called Obamacare, which is not the Affordable Care Act, it is the Unaffordable Care Act. And now with this bill, they expanded um, the health insurance premium subsidies for Obamacare. So the people are really not getting the coverage that they need. Yeah, they're paying $50 a month for health insurance, but what the heck does it really include? And those were, and Obamacare was pushed more for low-income families. So that's a problem too. We want to make sure that everybody's insured with the proper insurance. We want to make sure that our elderly is taken care of. But what are the doctors doing now? What are these pharmaceutical companies? What are the hardcore socialists doing? They're, they're killing off the older generation. And that's the problem. You betcha. Unfortunately, we got to move to a quick break here, our first break here, Natasha. And we're definitely going to take a quick break here. We're going to be back and talk about this incredible bill, IRA, which is Inflation Inflation Reduction Act. But let me tell you something. What's interesting is they've coined another phrase on this bill, you know, because they don't want to talk about inflation reduction because it ain't going down. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz live with Frank Howering on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Let me tell you something. If you're a small business out there and you got a product or a service, and you want to get it up in front of a million eyeballs just here in California alone, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. You'll get a pop-up box. It'll ask you for your email. They will get in contact with you, talk to you about a quarter-page ad, eighth-page ad, full-page ad, which is what I negotiated for Voice America and myself, and we are now in front of incredible amount of eyeballs in the senior community. You, as a small business owner, Need to think about getting there because you're talking about $3.5 trillion of spending power in that market sector alone in America. So get with CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today. Well, I've been mixing it up with my incredibly gifted political-centric co-host, Natasha Friedman. We're talking about the IRA bill. We're talking about the Inflation Reduction Act. We're talking about the rehash of the Build Back Better Biden menagerie. Let me tell you something. We're going to be right back in two and two with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, 
Give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. You're on Business Buzz Live with Frank Kellering and my incredibly talented co-host, Natasha Friedman. We're talking about this incredible bill that just passed for $739 billion. That's with a B, folks, not an M, okay? That's with a B. And passed in the middle of a recession-oriented economy. I don't know about you. You don't spend money during a recession-oriented economy. Do you, Natasha? No, you do not. Carter did that in the 1970s. And we went to stagflation. We had prime interest rates of almost 21%. My mother, who passed away from this world in 2006, she helped build a portfolio <laughs> running around doing certificates of deposit at 16 and 17% interest, right? Back in that area. We could definitely be headed there because the FRB is going that way. Listen, I want to talk a little bit about this ESG piece that they put in here, Natasha. And just bear with me here because I'm going to run through it really quick, okay? It stands for Environmental Social and governance. This is a rating that's being put on businesses in the United States based upon, first of all, environmental. And what does that cover? Oh my goodness. It's amazing what it covers. It covers carbon emissions. How many doggone small businesses do you know have that? Climate change vulnerability, water sourcing, biodiversity, land use, toxic emissions and waste, packaging material and waste, electronic waste. We talk about social in this. It's environmental, now it's social. Labor management, worker safety training. I thought we had OSHA for that. Supply chain labor standards, product safety and quality, consumer financial protection. Oh my goodness, that's a mouthful right there. Then we jump into this massive word at the end of this ES, which is G, standing for governance. 
That covers uh, composition of boards, executive boards, in terms of diversity and independence. We could do an entire show on that one. Executive compensation, yeah. They're going to go after the perks of the high-end paid people in these major corporations or even small companies. How about accounting practices? Hey, CPA, you better watch out. They're going to put you under a microscope. Business Business ethics and now tax transparency. They called it the Inflation Reduction Act, right, Natasha? Have you noticed that they're moving away from that and making it climate-oriented? Is that now politically savvy? You're definitely in that wheelhouse. Well, the Democrats and the Socialists and the squad have been talking about global warming, climate change for years now. This is a way for them to push this through. They put $386 billion of climate and energy into this bill. That's insane. That is insane. The average American cannot afford a Tesla car. The standard Tesla is $100,000. People love putting gas into their car. You know why? Because gasoline can last in a car for four to five hours. When you get a Tesla, you got to energize it or you got to plug it in every two hours. So how can you get anywhere? How can you go anywhere? This hurts the airport industry. This hurts um, uh, uh, the, the car industry, of course, uh, 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 Ford, General Motors. This hurts all these industries. Um, and, 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 and again, it hurts the small businesses. People love to get in their car and to drive wherever they want to go. And going on, everybody um, getting in a train, every, everybody going into these areas where there's, um, like somebody said, to, to go on a mo- 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 um, monorail. Well, everybody's going different places on a monorail. That, that's ridiculous. Everybody's going different places. Everybody loves the luxury of getting on a plane and going somewhere or getting in a car and going somewhere. The average American does not want this. The average American does not believe in climate change. The average American cannot afford these Tesla cars or things that do not provide gasoline. Also, it's, it's hurting the backbone of our nation. It's putting the coal miners, the oil welders, it's putting them out of business. And, we're, and this is what President Trump um, toted on when he ran in Pennsylvania. The coal miners um, were, were leaving work and, and Hillary Clinton said, we're going to put the coal miners out of business. Joe Biden said the same thing. That's what they're doing here. Again, that affects small business owners. And those coal miners make a good living. They can make um, uh, uh, 70 to 100000 to $150,000 a year. It puts these people out of business and it hurts families. And that's what this bill is doing. It is hurting families. It's, it's catering to an agenda that the majority of the American people do not believe in. That's what these globalists do. They take a minor issue and they make it the majority. And that's the problem. Natasha, let me ask you a question. Let's get transparent with the audience. You ready? What do you drive? I drive a car. I drive yeah. a link. I yeah. love driving. I not electric, it. right? No. Yeah, no, I've got no. two gas guzzlers myself. I've got a Mercedes 600, I got a Porsche Cayenne, and I got my Lexus, which I just shrink wrapped, you know, for Voice America when I do my live events. But guess what? They're gas guzzlers, okay? They're hurting people that have a car. That's why the tax, the, the gas is, is very expensive. $5 a gallon, $6 a gallon for unleaded. They're doing that on purpose to say, you want your gas? Well, here's your gas right here. Here it is. Look how much you're paying in it. If you went to a Tesla, you wouldn't have to deal with this. It's not right. If we bring bring out how much they funded, right, to buy this electric car, it was a $7,500 tax credit, right? 
Do you know within almost a few days that the auto industry and all their electric cars across the board raised their price point equal to that? Yeah. So who got funded? The industry got funded, not the taxpayer. I mean, this is absolute lunacy. Now, let's talk about the ESG for a second. If I'm going to get rated as a company based upon environmental, social, right, and governance, let me ask you a question. Isn't that just another form of regulatory oversight of my small business? Yeah, yeah, of course. And where does it stop? As far as size of company, I don't think it stops the size of company, because if you take a look at the vastness of the application of that ESG, oh, my goodness, my accountant's going to come underneath a a microscope. Uh, My goodness, my board's going to come underneath a microscope. I mean, what's left to me that is corporate governance on my own, right? You are in a situation like that. You are an executive of a company, right? I mean, do you, not, want, do you want somebody looking over your shoulder? Yeah, I'm not an executive of a company, so let's just say that for the record. Uh, my family is, my father okay, is. Okay, no, no problem. But, um, but no, I mean, I've been in that industry, the small business industry, the entrepreneurship industry for many years. My grandparents owned a liquor store. My other grandparents owned a restaurant. So I know all about small businesses, and I know how they're suffering. And what bothers me is that the Biden administration is hurting people that have a car. They want you to spend $100,000 plus on a Tesla, but then they're going to tax you if you do well. Because in order for somebody to afford a Tesla, they got to make over $500,000 a year to afford that Tesla. So that's what bothers me about this whole thing. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's hypocritical, it's contradictory, and it's insane. Let's get political on the side of the fence, okay? Because obviously the BB bill got blocked. It got yes. blocked by Republicans. It got blocked by Democrats, right? He didn't get that massive spending move that he wanted, right? And then all of a sudden, good old Schumer went back to the drawing board and got with Nancy Pelosi, and they rehashed this puppy. That's exactly what they did. But let me ask you a question. You're the political side of the show. What do you think it took to convince a mansion to reverse his vote? And that incredible lady over in the state of Arizona. I mean, I can't say because I wasn't in those conversations with them, but I think there was probably a lot of pay to play going on. People can look up Joe Manchin's wife and her dealings overseas, her dealings with a lot of globalists. And I would uh, implore everybody to take a look at Joe Manchin's wife and her background. I would implore people to take a look at Mitch McConnell, his wife and his background and who his family works with and his in-laws. And they're very involved in China. And it's so funny how Chuck Schumer was trying to be, you know, President Trump here with the art of the deal. But what he did was instead of the art of the deal, let's all work together. Kumbaya, this all works. It was like, again, this is how the socialists work. If you don't do what we tell you to do, we're going to hurt you. We're going to not we're going to make sure that your people don't elect you. We're going to make sure that you're out of office. And this really hurts people like Joe Manchin, where 86 percent of the state voted for Trump. They're all hardcore Trump supporters in the state of West Virginia. People are leaving Maryland, they're leaving New York, they're leaving um, New Jersey to actually move to West Virginia because there's more freedom there. So why would you go against your constituents? Why would you hurt your constituents like this by caving? And Arizona too. Arizona is not as blue as people think it is. It's actually, it, it is a Republican state. But you know, again, why would Cinema do this? What, she's more of a, she's considered a moderate Democrat. Again, she won against her constituents in her state, and that's not good. 
Natasha, let me ask you a question. Would you say Forbes magazine is a pretty good sounding board for American business? Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Well, let me read you what they have to say about this bill. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. In a statement released after the Senate's passage of the bill, Biden asserted that the legislation would bring inflation relief to Americans. But one study shows that in reality, the Inflation Reduction Act likely won't reduce prices at all. According to the Penn Wharton budget model, and everybody knows the Wharton School of Business. I mean, you don't argue with that guy. Trump went to school. Yeah, you bet. There's low confidence the legislation will have any impact on inflation. PWBM is a nonpartisan research-based organization at the University of Pennsylvania, oddly enough, that that state, right, that creates economic analysis of public policies, physical impact. Let me tell you something. When that comes after the passage of a $739 billion bill, somebody better pay attention. You agree? I agree. And also it has to do with the leadership. We have some great races coming out. Like you just mentioned, Pennsylvania. President Trump is doing a big rally there this weekend with Doug Matrician, who's running for governor, and Dr. Oz Bemen, who's running for the U.S. Senate. These are important elections. Elections do have consequences, but we got to put the right leadership in there that will fix the problems of the states. Um, you know, we have a re-election in the state of Florida with Marco Rubio, my, the current senator of Florida. He's going up against Val Demings. Val Demings is a huge globalist, socialist. She was in charge of the impeachments. We don't want somebody like that who's going to hurt Florida. You got Charlie Chris running against the top gov, Ron DeSantis. Charlie Chris is a joke. He, he already was the governor of Florida at one point. He was Republican, turned independent, turned Democrat. He doesn't know what he is. And he doesn't know how to fix the state of Florida, even his own congressional. Um, uh, district that he was in because he was a congressman. They they didn't even like what he did. He was terrible for the district. So the people are starting to wake up. The the people that are running for office, um, they really need to listen to their constituents because we, the people, put them in office. And that's what's really important. And and we do have this this red wave coming that's really going to, it's it's really going to be interesting what the 2022 elections going to 2023 and 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 how our country is going to get back on track because even the average democrat is sickened by what's going on in this country today well the average democrat's probably sickened between what i'm going to read right now now i know what i'm going to read right now it's not in your wheelhouse but it's definitely in your dad's okay so i hope he's going to be listening to the show but it says creation of a 15% corporate minimum tax rate Corporations will have at least a billion in income, right? We'll have a new tax rate of 15%. I don't know about you, but if a company's doing a billion in sales, likelihood that's a publicly traded company, right? And let me ask you a question. What do you think the shareholders are going to have to say about shareholder equity being affected by a 15% haircut from Uncle Sam? Moving on from that, okay? We've got the Affordable Care Act, which is definitely back in your wheelhouse, right? And they called it a subsidy extension. Hmm. Currently, medical insurance premiums under the ACA are subsidized by the federal government to lower premiums. That's no revelation, right? But guess what? They're running out of money. So they turned around and they put an extension together. And their extension was to offset the expiration. And now it's going to be extended through 2025. Approximately 3 million Americans could lose their health insurance. Sounds really Democrat to me. But what does it translate to, Natasha? Well, well how is this going to affect small business out there? Because let me tell you something. They're not too happy with Obamacare. 
They're not. And to be honest, this is an oxymoron because all the insurance companies actually backed away from the Affordable Care Act because they know it's unaffordable. Also, the Affordable Care, Obamacare, does not cover everything and does not cover everyone. So it depends if it's a private business or if it's a big business or even a small business. A lot of these small businesses have independent contractors that are responsible for their own health insurance because each in, because of this is the United States of America, each person has their own individual issue, their own individual problem. Sometimes it's easier for that individual to have their own private insurance instead of a group insurance plan because again everybody has different needs everybody is of different ages so that's why it's really important that we get away from the affordable care act we get away from paying fifty dollars a month because again it doesn't cover everything and the majority of the insurance companies now are not they're, they're not covering it they don't want to deal with it anymore you know, Tasha, I know that this is a sweet spot for you, and I'm going to kind of diverse a little bit here, okay? But President Biden just got up before the nation, and he announced that he's going to spend $300 billion more of our taxpayer money to bail out students out of student loans. And when the media drilled down to find out who he's really bailing out, it's not the black person that's coming out of the inner city with a, you know, a GPA of less than a high school degree. It's Harvard graduates. It's somebody who's maybe making one hundred twenty-five dollars or $150,000 a year, even out of college. That's going to get a relief from this. Let me ask you a question. I know that's a hot button with you. You got the floor. It's terrible. It really hurts a lot of my friends that struggled in life to pay off their student loans. I have a lot of friends that are doctors and lawyers and entrepreneurs. They still are paying off their student loans that are $230,000, $300,000. They want a relief. Where's their relief? Where's the refund, the reimbursement for my friends that paid off their two hundred and thirty dollars to $300,000 student loans? Where is that reimbursement for them? That is horrible and that's not right. And I have a lot of friends between the ages of 26 to 40 that have children and they can barely... They, they they could they couldn't have they couldn't get married and have children because they had to pay off their student loans before they could do that. This is not right and this is not fair. And it's and it, it hurts a lot of people from going to college. Now a lot of people are afraid to go to college because they're afraid that if they go to college and they take out a student loan, their student loan will not be they, they won't be able to afford to pay off their student loan. So that's not right either. So it, it really hurts a lot of my friends that worked their butts off to get those degrees, that went to Harvard, that went to NYU, that went to Ivy League schools. It's not right. It's not right at all. You know, Natasha, unfortunately, we got to move to another break here. And let me tell you something. I am really loving the way this show is rolling, and I hope you are too, because we're putting the truth the out, right? We're passionate yeah. Yeah, we're putting the truth out here, and it needs to go out, right? And the, and the timing of this show being in October, right before the midterms, I think is absolutely apropos. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break here. You listen to the Business Buzz from Frank Cowering, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you are a small business out there, and you pay taxes in the last three, last three years, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875 because my good friend Ken DeBose out there can tell you within 15 minutes whether or not you qualify for the R&D tax credit, which has been ratified since the Reagan administration. And dare I say, Obama even increased the limits on this give back. And the IRS has to give you money back under this provision plus six percent compounded 
tax-free interest. You want to find out whether you're qualified? Pick up the phone, 877-857-6875. My good friend Ken out there is getting a million dollars a week right now back in the hands of small business, and that small business could be you. I have been mixing it up with Natasha Friedman, love her to death. The gal ought to be an anchor on Fox if she wasn't doing something else. We're going to be right back, and we're going to drill down even more into this IRA influx, oh, influx, yeah, that's it, Inflation Reduction Act, which now has been couched as a climate control bill. Give me a break. We're going to explore it more. We'll be right back with more buzz for your business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S, buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back now live on Business Watch. This is a segment of the show where I have you, my live listening audience, and boy, I'll tell you, I hope you're listening out there. 
pick up the phone and call because we're going to open up the phone lines in Phoenix, and that number is 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. So if you want to be on live with Natasha Friedman and Frank Kellering, go to that phone right now. Well, I'll tell you what, Natasha, let's pick it up right where we left off with these student loans because I don't think we covered the gamut yet. Well, like I said before, there are people that went to school, they became doctors, they became lawyers, Harvard University, Yale Law School, NYU Law School. They're some of the most expensive institutions in the nation. NYU Law School is 60000 plus a year. Very expensive. Average American, average person in their 20s can't afford that on their own. So they take out a student loan. Sometimes they take out $200,000 for their student loan, sometimes $300,000 for their student loan. I have friends that have done that. But my friends have struggled. There were friends in my generation. They got out of college. They didn't have a full-time job at a big law firm right away. They had to pay off their student loans. They didn't want to, because if you don't pay your student loans, um, you get hit with interest. So you have to pay your student loans. And they advise you to pay $1,000, $2,000, as much as you can pay off. Sometimes it takes my friends years, years to pay off their student loans. So I have friends that have paid off their student loans. They're very fortunate. They're at a full-time law firm. They make $100,000 plus, but they're, they're upset now because it, all those years that it took them to pay off their student loans, now Joe Biden is saying, we're going to pay off this person's student loans. We're going to pay off that person's student loans. They're like, wait a minute, where's my reimbursement? Where, where were you? What, what, why, why is this happening? This is not what is supposed to happen. You go to school, you take the student loan. It's your responsibility to pay off the student loan. Why are we the people paying off the person's student loans? Natasha, you remember Lori Davies, who we I interviewed? Think, yes. She's yes, now yes. an assemblywoman for the state of California. Yes, I remember. She had the wonderful courtesy to send me some AB and SB bills that are now sitting on the floor in Sacramento. Where do you hear some of these? SB 213 significantly increases workers' compensation costs for public and private hospitals by presuming that certain diseases and injuries are caused by the workplace and establishes an extremely concerning precedent for expanding prescriptions into the private sector. Let me go on. (laughs) AB 257 undermines the existence of the franchise model by holding franchisers responsible for all conduct with individual franchisees establishes fast food sector council that would have unprecedented authority to write its own labor and employment laws for fast food restaurants in the state of California and their employees. AB 2182 impose new burdens on employers to accommodate any employee with family responsibilities, which will essentially include a new uncapped protected leave for employees to request time off and exposes employers to costly litigation under the Fair Employment and Housing Act by asserting that any adverse employment action was in relationship to the employee's family responsibilities. Sound to me like a welfare system, Natasha, is being built on the backs of small businesses here in the state of California. Would you not agree with me? I agree with you on that. And it's not just happening in California. It's happening nationwide, specifically in places like Chicago, places that are sanctuary states and sanctuary cities. So we're not just threatened, right, at the federal level with Inflation Reduction Acts. This is all filtering and trickling down into the state governance, right, of all of these states out here, and California being one of the worst. But, you know, we've got midterms coming up. 
That's the reason why I wanted you to have you on the show, because I know you're actually involved in that on the East Coast, okay? So let me ask you a question. Tell me what's happening out there right now. Tell me what the political climate is as we move towards midterms. Do we have a chance of retaking Congress and the Senate? We do. We really do. And people are upset. They're upset about this inflation. They're upset that they can't get back to work. They're upset that they have not been able to recover from the pandemic. They're upset at a, at a lot of their elected officials. They're upset in uh, with the rhinos, who call them Republicans in name only, which work with socialist Democrats. They're very upset. And you're going to see a lot of Democrats are going to vote Republican um, to to get us to a place where we take back, where the Republicans take back the House and Republicans take back the Senate. The average Democrat does not support democratic socialism. Average American does not support the socialism that is being pushed through. The biggest thing that we're dealing with now is the critical race theory in schools. A lot of Democratic counties are very upset about this. We had that in Loudoun County, Virginia, which is a Democratic county. That's why Glenn Youngkin won. And we're dealing with the gender identity curriculum that's happening in a lot of these liberal schools as well. And even uh, Republican states that have liberal school boards or liberal uh, governors um, that, that that want to push this gender identity. And it's not right. You're, you're forcing kids to try to figure out what, what they are at a certain age. And if they want to switch who they are, it, 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 I don't want to get into it because it's just so heinous. I didn't learn about these things when I was three years old. Um, I, I, it's just it's very it's, it's very bad what's going on in the system today. And again, like I said earlier in the segment, they take a minority subject, a minority subject where the minority people there, minority people are pushing this and making it and flipping it to the majority and saying, if you're not like this, if you don't respect this, if you don't think this way, you're a bad person. And they curse at you and they yell and scream at you and call you heinous things. And, and that's what they do. That's what socialists do. That's what the left does. And the people are fighting back against it. The people are saying, we reject this. We reject the socialist globalist agenda. And you're going to see some big changes. And you're going to see some some new people that President Trump has been endorsing and promoting to really get our country back. You know, Natasha, you know that I used to be a consultant for the National Federation of Internet Businesses when I was in equities, right, in the uh, early 2000s. And I picked up the phone the other day. Because I want to interview them and ask them what they think about, right, this Inflation Reduction Act and how it's going to affect small business. And I found out they've gone down by 70% in their membership, 70% in their membership. They used to be the voice on the hill for small businesses, right? I mean, I used to go back to K Street, meet with the, you know, the uh, uh, head uh, people back there, the lobbyists, you know, the people who make it happen, right, on the hill. And now that representation is long gone. Let me ask you a question. Do you think if small business ever came to the rallying cry, right, the rallying cry of rising up as a unified force, that we might be able to put some pressure on Washington? No, I agree with you on that wholeheartedly. I really agree with you on that. I've encouraged a lot of people that are running, especially for governor of their states, to focus on small businesses, to go visit the small businesses that have suffered during the pandemic and even before the pandemic. That is a big thing. That's an issue, I hate to say, that a lot of people that are running for office are not hitting on, and they're not hitting home on that. And again, the small business is the backbone of our nation. You need small business owners to help you get elected. If you if you really want to get elected, you need to talk to the small business owners. I Again, they're your constituents. Again, you do their work. They're voting for you. You, How do I say this to elected officials? They, you work for the people. They don't work for you. 
That's how it always has to be. That's how it is. That is the system. The person goes in, they vote for the person that they want, and you have to listen to that constituent that voted for you because they know what's going on. A person who's running for county executive or governor sometimes cannot cover the entire state. That's why you have field directors. That's why you have volunteers. But you have the constituents that are voting for you that are telling you the issues that are going on in their district and in their area. You need to listen to them. The people that are running for office need to listen to them. You know, Natasha, before we get off the show, there's something that I really, really want to cover. And the fact that if it changes, if the regime changes, if the guard changes right in Washington, all this stuff that's been happening with all these incredible executive orders <laughs> that this guy's been saying, he's, he signed more executive orders than any guy in the history of this country, right? And that was pre-planned, by the way. That was now, pre-planned. He was able to reverse all that Trump did, right? Well, ask me or, or, or inform me and my audience that is out here right now, because believe me, they're all out going, what can we do, right, with all this nonsense? Really, honest to God, even with the midterms, if we turn it back, what can we really do? I mean, that, um, well, as you know, Congress passes the laws. It has to do with laws being passed. We got to make sure that we have proper laws that are being passed. And... And we can, and, and this is what happened when um, Obama was president the last two years. He had a Republican um, House and he had a Republican Senate. And there was a lot that, and, and a lot of, the, because of Congress and, and, and the Senate being Republican, there was a lot of things that, that um, Obama tried to pass through and they weren't passed through. He couldn't because he had that stop right there from the Republicans and said, no, you can't do this. This is unconstitutional. And, and I think what needs to happen with the elected officials is they need to bring up the Constitution. They need to bring up that we need to go mm. back to the Constitution, our founding fathers. That is what's missing right now. These, you know, um, uh, pushing of the vaccines, these mass mandates are unconstitutional. And when you have a red wave coming in where you have more Republican governors and you have more Republican board, uh, school boards and more Republican uh, state representatives and Republican state, state Senate legislators, that makes a big difference too. I agree with you before. It actually starts at the state and local level and then goes to the federal level. I, I always used to just work on the federal level, but now I'm currently working in the state and local level and I see what happens. I see what goes on it, you, because the state and local level really hits home and then it goes up to the federal level. So we really need on the state and local level first before we can uh, head up to the federal level. You know, Tatasha, you know, I was born in our nation's capital, right? 1952. I was raised as a government brat because my father served this country. Even during World War II, he put the K in front of the word ration on millions of soldiers because uh, they helped to electrify farms that were formerly not electrified, okay, under the REA administration. One good thing that FDR did. But let me ask you a question. Is a Declaration of Independence as enforceable as the United States Constitution? The pro- well, like I said before, the problem is, is that people are not following the United States Constitution. That is the biggest thing. I, I, and, and what I love about my friends that are running for sheriff um, in different states, uh, they, they, you know, people don't even know what their county sheriff does. The county sheriff is the chief law enforcement officer. Not only does he have to know the Constitution for the state that he is going to be re- um, representing, but he needs to know the United States Constitution. And there's one guy that's running for attorney general. I'm going to plug his name, Michael Peruca. He said, if you do not know the not only your the U.S. Constitution, but if you don't even know your state's constitution, you should not even be running. 
Couldn't agree with you more. And if I took you to Thomas Jefferson's memorial, which you can see from the White House, if you look up in that dome, he has etched in stone the word tyranny, oppression. And if you take a look at the Declaration of Independence, it says this, we identify, we, we, we the people identify a tyrannical, oppressive regime. We, the people, not Congress, not the Senate, we, the people, have the right to throw people don't them know when the out. Signed, and that's a problem. Our history is being taught at, um, ass backwards. Without really- a doubt. We've got a few minutes to go on the show. Natasha, this is going to run prior to the midterm elections. Do me a favor. Give an exhortation to my small business listening community out there today what they need to be thinking about as they I go will. to the polls this time. I definitely will. I also just want to um, plug out to a small business um, in Dundalk, Maryland. Um, phase four liquors, F-A-Z-E, the number four liquors. Um, they are a small business um, organization, family owned liquor store. Uh, go to phase four liquors.com, F-A-Z-E, the number four liquors.com. They do deliver Monday through Saturday. Please go. It's a great um, liquor store. And it was actually voted the number one liquor store in Dundalk in 2022. Phase Very four cool. Liquor- now, now you just uh, forced me to do a show on liquor stores. Go ahead, Natasha. <laughs> Exhort my audience. Hey, wake up. I agree. Yeah, the audience needs to wake up. We need to go to the polls. If you love your small business, if you want to keep your small business, you need to go out and vote for the people that will represent you. It doesn't matter if if they have an R or a D or an I by their name. You need to vote for the person that represents you. Don't vote for party anymore. Vote for the person. Vote for the person that represents you. Outstanding. Natasha, thank you so much for taking your invaluable time to join me today. I think we really put a message out there. I don't think we did it justice as far as what's all involved in this doggone thing, but we got enough to put a wake up call out there for sure. So thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to doing it with you again real soon. And thank you for tuning into Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free 877 number three N-O-W-B-U-Z. Or email me at info at businessbuzz.com or go to my live landing page, which is B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z.live. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be back with more guests and more resources, and we're going to bring it forth in the coming months like you've never seen. And boy, I hope we get on the other side of these midterms, because I'm telling you something, we can really bring something to play that's going to put bucks back in your pocket. And that's what it's all about. Aren't you out there as a small business to turn a profit? That's what we're all about here on Business Buzz and Business Watch. So tune in next week as I bring more guests and more resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.